Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Listening to the voice. Oh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. You know, I think I ought to explain something to y'all. You know, when I when I wake up in the morning and I say, "Dig me now," what I'm asking you to do is it's old school. You know, man. You know, you see old pe- people say, "I dig." You know, da da da. Never stop saying it. I'm sorry. Uh, but dig me now. It's just I want you to. I want you to really feel me. I want you to understand what I'm saying because really this morning inspiration is all given in the spirit of sharing and love. It ain't about to expose me in any way. That's not the purpose of it. But I found that in my morning inspiration that it's best that I use some things about myself because, I mean, what better example can I use because I know me. I know what's happened to me. I know exactly how I felt all along the way concerning almost everything, every aspect of my life. I now fully do really understand why God had my life spin the way it spun. And here's a part that I want to give to you this morning. That first of all, whatever position you find yourself in today, we kind of come to one realization that we got ourselves there. We put ourselves there by a series of thoughts and actions. Thoughts turn into things. That's very important to know. So let's look at both sides of it. For people who think negative thoughts, it turns into negative things. And the direct opposite is true for those who think positive thoughts. It turns into positive things. That's the deal. It's it's as simple as that, folks. I cannot break it down 
any cleaner. I cannot make it any clearer. Thoughts become things. So the one glaring question for all of us always is on a daily basis, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Because I can assure you, and it's not by a promise of mine. This is not a theory that Steve Harvey then came up with. This is a fact of life. This is biblical. This is spiritual. This is written. This is philosophical. This is the law of the universe. However, you need to drink this medicine to take to get it down and feel what I'm saying to you. This is just the way it is now. And here the cold part, folks. It don't matter if you believe me or not. It does not matter if you have never been explained this or not. And it does not matter if you think it works in your life or not. It don't matter. Listen to me. It is the way it is. It is a scriptural. It is a spiritual. It is philosophical. It's just whatever is the law of the universe. You call whatever you want. However you got to dress this thing up to put it in the phase that you can feel me. I want you to feel me now because this all it is. So when I say that you are where we are today because we thought ourselves here, oh, you best to believe that's true. You thought yourself here. No one else. See, let me explain something. I got people around me who so badly want to take credit for it, but I don't allow it because I keep pointing to the heavens. I keep pointing and and trying to say it out loud as many times as I can without being so offensive that it my life is by design, by grace and mercy, by blessings from God. My life is because God has seen it to be so. Oh, but I got plenty of people around me want credit for it and want you to not give credit to God and give it to them. I got that. I got that. But I understand that. See, I understand what that is. That's a person whose design is to get the credit. But it's okay. It's so clear to me what my father was saying to me, man. I get it as I get older and older. He always said to me, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. See, you know, I don't know how people say it in church. You know, sometimes they go, well, people come into your life for seasons. And I guess that's the same thing. You know, they season up, they gone. Well, you know, and then, but then here the way they try to hold you, though. Oh, you going to forget where you come from? Oh, you ain't going to keep it real no more? I don't want to go back where I come from. I don't want to keep it that real no more. It was real enough for me living in a car. I had enough of that real. I don't want to keep it real. No, I don't keep it real. I want to go keep it dreamy. I want to go keep it fantasizing. I want, I, want to, I want to keep it out of this world. I want to keep it off the chain. I want to keep it moving. I want to keep it balling. I want to see what that's like. So, no, nah, I ain't going to forget where I come from. But you ain't going to hold me to that, though. See, thoughts become things all day long. Where's your vision board? Where are the things that you want written down? What do you think about the most? How grateful are you for what all God has done for you? Where you at with that? See, here, here another law. If thoughts become things, let me ask you this. 
if all you thinking about is your debt, if all you thinking about is what you ain't got, if all you thinking about is, oh, woe is me, if all you thinking about is every time I turn around, I'm sick, if all you thinking about is the things in life that you're lacking, if that's all you thinking about, and if thoughts become things, how much debt you think you're going to stay in? How much, how much, how much lacking you think you finna fill your life with? How much more stuff you finna not have? Because you keep thinking about it all the time. When you going to be grateful? When you going to say thank you? When, when it's going to come out your mouth, man, that I, I may not be where I want to be, but I sure am grateful for what you've given me so far, for the things I have today, because I don't have to have these things. You know what that does? That then opens up room for more stuff to come your way to be grateful for. But if you're going to be ungrateful, oh, man, let me ask you something. I ain't God. I don't claim to be. But let me ask you something, man. If you're ungrateful for the things we got, if we can't show no gratitude for what what we have, why would God give us some more stuff to be ungrateful for? What would he do that for? Ta-da! Anybody feel me right now? So when I say, come on, y'all, dig me now. Do you understand why I say dig me? Because I want you to feel me. I want you to understand and come to the understanding. I'm not saying you ain't because there's so many people got a deeper understanding than me about this whole thing. I promise you they do. But they listen to me. I'm just trying to get you to walk up in this light, man, so you can go on with your life and quit tripping yourself out with your thoughts because thoughts become things. All right, all day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Welcome to the ride, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Before we get started with the show, he is here again today. Roscoe Wallace, one of the greatest songwriters and lounge singers of all time. Involved in a $3 trillion lawsuit against the entire music industry. He is here today to shed light on how exactly how expansive the lawsuit is. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) my dear friend, Roscoe Wallace. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. What's going on? What's up with you, Junior? What's happening, Roscoe? Tommy. Lady, 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 lady. Mississippi, Shirley Strawberry, Wonderful, and Carla Pharrell. Hold on, everything. Everybody doing good. Steve still over there in Dubai? Yup. Yup. Oh, that's nice right there. He'll go listen to me. Here's another song involved in the lawsuit, and I got to get paid for it. Here they want. Santa Claus. Go straight to the ghetto. Mm. Okay. Santa Claus. Come on now. Go straight to the ghetto. Leave something pretty for Bobby. (laughs) And don't forget about Mary. Whoa, whoa. Santa Claus. Come on. Go straight. Go straight. Don't go round. Mm-mm. Don't miss it. Go to the ghetto. <laughs> Want that? Want all my money from Jane Brown? Go ahead. Family? No, they gonna get now. I'm putting them in the lawsuit early. 
Because it's going to take a long time to get money from them. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a minute. Cause, you know, because they barrel process. Lord, Lord have mercy. So I know I'm going to catch hell getting it from them. But I may have to skip them and sue the Jacksons. Because, you know, they did it on Christmas album, too. Michael Neal. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know, Nate yeah. Dogg well, and that's, Snoop that's did it, too. You know, Snoop Dogg. Who? Snoop. Yeah, really? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess they with They don't notice? Uh, oh, 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 tell me. Tell me. I ain't going to mess with who? I wouldn't mess with Snoop if I was you, dog. That might not be the road to travel right now. Ain't nobody scared of no Snoop? <laughs> what am I scared of Snoop for? <laughs> oh, you talking about because he was in a little bit, what, 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 like, what, what you mean, like some NWAs or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of that boy. I was all, I go all the way back to SWAs. I don't care nothing about no NWAs. What are you talking about? What's What's Slaves with attitudes. Oh. How mad is that? <laughs> Can't nothing about no end words or no damn attitude. Where you think they got attitude from? Everybody scared Snoop. I tell you what, Snoop ain't getting my money. I know that. <laughs> Snoop can give me my money or Calvin Broder's ass gonna be in coat. <laughs> That's his legal name. We gotta go, Roscoe. <laughs> All right, I'll see you tomorrow, baby. It's my... <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we'll start the show off with, with the nephews run that prank back at 32 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? This right here is a break room barbecue. Break room barbecue. You know how it go. You, you all put y'all's food in that break room. Everybody's done it. Everybody's put it in that refrigerator before. This is break room barbecue. Come on, cat dog. Let's go. Hello? I'm trying to speak to Eric. Yeah, this is Eric. What's up? Hey, hey man, let me tell you something. Uh, with me and you finna get some straight today, dog. Right here, right now. Let me say this, man. Who is this? What you, what you talking about right now? This is Quincy right here. This is Quincy. I work in the same building. I work on the same floor you work on, all right? And I know that a lot of people on the floor, everybody kind of share the break room and the refrigerator or whatever. But let okay. me tell you this right now. It's been brought to my attention that you the person on, on Tuesday, on Tuesday, all right, that went in there and ate my m- barbecue ribs, all right? Whoa. It took me four, five hours to smoke them m- Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. You say your name Quincy, right? Slow down, Quincy. My hey, name? Who, who, bringing this, who bringing this to your attention, bro? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about who told me. But everybody say you always eating people's stuff out the damn break room and out the refrigerator. Well, I don't know who is everybody or whatever, but I ain't eating nothing out the refrigerator. I go out and get my own food, bro. I go out and get my own food, so I don't know what you're talking about right now. And I don't okay, know who's telling you. Let me go say ahead. let me say this. Let me say this to you, Eric. Let me say this to you. All right. I'm coming by your cubicle tomorrow. I see anything. I see some barbecue sauce, anything remotely look close to my m- Barbecue ribs, I swear to you, I'm whooping your ass right there in your man, you need to, Hey, you need to chill, man. I'm not I'm not about the threats, bro. I'm telling you, I wasn't the one that, that did that that did that. I'm telling you that right now, so you need to calm down. First, no, first, I ain't calming I ain't calming down okay? I'm telling you right now, you're gonna get fed up in your cubicle. I if hear I find what out you're saying, but I'm trying to tell you I'm not the one that's doing that. That's what I'm telling you. So you're coming I, no. at the wrong person. Come- how come everybody say if anybody ate your food, it's probably Eric, Eric the one always eating everybody's stuff up? 
they can say whatever they want to say. That don't mean that I was the one that did that. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. That's what I'm trying okay. to tell you. You, so, you get so, all so, irate. So, so they lying on you now. They lying on they, you. They lying. I'm trying to tell you they lying. I'm okay. telling you that. So you do understand what I'm saying. If it's anything that rem that remotely look close to barbecue sauce, anything, a, a real bone, anything like that around your cubicle, in the trash can, in your work area, I'm whooping your ass, Eric. Man, Quincy, man, I was, I'm trying to be nice to you on this damn phone, bro, but I told you about these threats. So at this point in time, for you threatening me again, f you and your damn barbecue sandwich, bro. That's how, Say that's what? how, that's how it is Say right what? now. You and your barbecue sandwich, bro. I told okay. you to stop making these threats to me, bro. I told yeah, go, you. Yeah, well, go, go on admit that you go on admit that you ate it, Eric. Go on admit it then. You know what? You know what? At this point, speaking to you on this phone like this, bro, I really wish I ate your damn sandwich, bro. I wish I did, bro. I wish hey, dog, I did. Hey, dog, I'm telling you right now, I smoked them damn ribs. I smoked them ribs for five hours. I smoked them ribs. Put put my hard work in it, and then I get to work, getting ready to eat my food, and somebody then ate my barbecue ribs, and then everybody's saying, Eric, the one always eating everybody's food. I'm telling you, dude, I will come to your cubicle and f you up if I find anything look like my ribs over there. That's like the third threat you done gave me, bro. Yo, mm, 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 mm. That was good, bro. That was good as mm, I'm so glad I took that Damn, I'm so glad. Oh, so you admitting it now? No, I'm telling you what you want to hear, Quincy. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm telling okay. you what you want to hear. Okay, okay. That's that's your ass tomorrow. That's your that's your ass tomorrow at the cubicle. I'm telling you now. We working in the same building, right? I ain't going nowhere. You know what floor I'm at? I ain't going nowhere. Was good. I don't know who you are. I don't know how you got my number, bro. But we you ain't, we even gotta wait till you get up there to my flow. We can get we can get this. Shit cracking in the lobby bro in the lobby you can get your damn ribs broken your ribs not the ribs that you cooked on that barbecue your ribs we can get it cracking right it's, there in the it's, lobby. It's, it's 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 whatever at this point eric it's whatever Obviously. it's whatever Obviously. okay it's you know what matter of fact i'm gonna i'm gonna let the know what's up i'm gonna let the know what's up the i know she ain't tell you nothing about eating nothing like eating your food bro i know the didn't say nothing like that to you I no no the no, the Shay ain't say you ain't no real. That ain't what the Shay told me. So why you bringing her? Why you bringing her up then? You want to know what the Shay told me? What did the Shay told you, bro? What she told you? The Shay told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your coworker, the Shay. What? <laughs> what? 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 What the hell you talking about? <laughs> hey Eric, Eric. Hey man, check it out. This is nephew Tommy, bro. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl, Deshae, your co-worker, got me to prank you, man. Oh, um, you know what, man? <laughs> boy, you got my blood boiling, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Deshae, she going to get it, bro. She going to get it when I get back in there. And, I, and I, man, I listen to y'all every, man, I don't believe it. Man, hey, you you got me, man. Oh man, it is it is an honor, bro. It is an honor. <laughs> Tell me, man. Hey, man, I, I love y'all, man. I'm I'm gonna get the shade though. You, you tell her her, her ass is, man. Her ass is mine. Well, you hey, man, me. do me a favor. Tell everybody what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the baddest radio show in the land is Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> man, go get some ribs and have a nice day, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that, man. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I think it was beautiful, don't you think? I think it was just gorgeous. Gorgeous. Absolutely just...
splendid. Yeah. Praise and promote yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gorgeous. And then we'll move right along. New Year's Eve. Not, well, New Year's Comedy Laugh Fest. Okay, that's not that's more than just New Year's Eve. Chicago, Illinois jumps off. All right. That's on the 30th. That's Earthquake, Eddie Griffin, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, Neff U. Tommy, hosted by yours truly. The DMV. It's January the 1st, all right? That's the same lineup, DMV, Atlanta, GA. You are January 2nd. All tickets are available at all Ticketmaster outlets. Come watch us do what we do, and it's pretty damn incredible. I'll tell you that. We've done it before. We've done it close to about four years straight now, all right? So don't miss it. That's it. That's all I got on. Okay. Right there. Sounds good. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have national news with Miss Ann Tripp. And in entertainment news, we'll talk about the CEO that fired 900 employees on Zoom. Not the best boss ever like we have. And mm. NBA player Tristan Thompson just, just needs to keep it in his pants. We'll tell you about that. Right now, it is time to check in with the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. You ready? Here we go. Ready all day. Kyra in Newark says, I'm a 29-year-old single mom, and I've been dating a man that lied about his age. I found out he's 46 years old, and my grandmother told me that the man is up to no good. He's been good to me from day one. And he takes great care of me and my son. My grandmother said she's keeping her eye on him, and I should too. Will this man end up being controlling or possessive? Mm. Is he being controlling or possessive? Will he end up being that way? Uh huh. Well, I mean, he hid his age for a reason. That you have to understand. So... I mean, now that you understand that, where we at? I mean, what you want? So if he'll do that, he'll do some other things too. You just have to be aware of it. What's the motivation behind hiding your age? You know, he might be a good dude, but you got to get to the bottom of why he hid his age from you. If he's hiding his age, could there be something else he's hiding? Because he's obviously thought that it would be a problem if he exposed his age. So now if he's willing to hide his age, you got to start digging a little bit deeper to find out what else might be hiding. And listen to your mother or your grandmother, because he up to something. That's for sure. All right. Great advice, CLO. Anonymous. We always are. It might be good, but we up to something. (laughs) All right. Anonymous in Tampa says... I'm in my mid-50s, and I've been dating a woman for two years, but we don't live together. I messed up and got drunk and had sex with a female that just moved into my complex. Now she wants sex all the time, and I'm scared she's going to run into my girlfriend one day. This is a little too close to home for me, so how do I make this work without my girlfriend finding out? Ah, See, player, see you 50, and you calling in here. See, your problem ain't your girlfriend finding out. Your problem is, how can you make it work? See, so you done called in for me to tell you how to hustle this woman 
that's been your girlfriend for two years. Then you said you messed up and had sex with this new woman and moved into the complex. Then you said, now nah, she wanted all the time. Now nah, you're afraid she's going to run up in your girlfriend. So stupid. How, what, what you want me to say? I mean, really, though. No. I mean, really, though. No. No, you want player advice when you, you're, this is not a player situation. How do I make this work without my girlfriend finding out what he wants? Dog, to this is foolishness. She gonna find out because the other one wants sex all the time. You ain't got that many bullets left, dog. No. <laughs> no. Mid-50s. Telling you, you right now, out, you ain't you got to be real careful where you shooting at now. Wow. Maybe he should move. <laughs> See, Shirley, yeah. how are you trying to help him? <laughs> Spread out. That might work though, huh? If he spread it out. You know? If he spread what out? I mean if he's doing that. uh, You talking about need to live farther away from the girl. Just yeah, move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Cool. Mm Most people that ain't got sense ain't got money to go with this sense. <laughs> <laughs> the logic. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> a little something, little something I've learned in my 64 years here on Earth. All right, moving on. Yeah. Lyric in Virginia writes that, I, I'm 31 and I recently married the love of my life. I love him more than life itself, but I think I made a big mistake by not having sex before marriage. He's not equipped to handle me, and he's not built to last, if you know what I mean. It's over quickly, and he doesn't leave an impression at all. Sex is major to me. But I tried to do things the biblical way. Is there a way to make it better? Mm. What uh, what Bible are you referring to? (laughs) Now, you abstain from sex to marriage. That's biblical. But... If you that good at it and it's that important to you, you got good at it somewhere. Mm. Boy, you better somehow. Come on, man. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) And you've changed. But now he he may not be as experienced. And he can't last because what you doing, you doing uh let, let me let me give you an example. You doing calculus. He doing arithmetic. Uh-huh. You follow yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You done been to algebra, trigonometry, yeah. physics. You in calculus class now. Yeah. Yeah. He's still doing timetables. Yeah. Flashcards. <laughs> nine on. times a nine. Tr- he trying to figure out where the decimal point yeah. goes. He on his screen. You all up in calculus. <laughs> you doing pi squared. <laughs> right, right. And when you put all that on the little elementary level, entry level, uh, boy, it, things are going to happen faster than they're supposed to. He will get better as time goes on. Uh, he's the love of your life. And you can teach him some things. He is teachable. Oh, okay. So good luck with that. She says he's not equipped. Don't forget that. Equipped, though. That's what I want he's you to step on. To well, see, now you have another problem. Yeah. <laughs> you have a whole nother problem. Yeah. I I don't I've that's never been a I can't give you no advice on that. Never had oh, that really? experience. Don't know what that is. Well, I'm just being truthful with you. Oh, okay. right. You ain't heard that rumor nowhere, have you? So I'll move on. <laughs> 
sure ain't heard that no more. You heard a lot of things about me, but you sure ain't heard that one, no. Let's move on. Yeah, we are. Shanda and... And Shanda in St. Louis says, I went out this weekend with my best friend and she kept getting calls and text messages that she ignored. She left her phone at the table and went to the ladies' room and I saw that the calls were from my husband's brother who is very married. I love my sister-in-law to death. So I confronted my best friend and she told me uh, to mind my business. Should I tell my sister-in-law? I ain't got nothing mm. to do with you, JT. Wow. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. This ain't your business. I just want to say the world. You love your sister-in-law, so why would you tell your sister-in-law that her husband is calling your best friend? Because see, you gonna get blamed for this because you introduced him. See, you gonna get blamed for this because she your best friend. So now how you done brought this skank y'all up in my marriage? So yeah, go and pick up a phone call and go ahead, watch what happens. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Then write us back and let us know how it went. <laughs> how you don't have best friend no more. And she's still with him cause he gonna lie and say he was helping her get her car fixed. All right, <laughs> we gotta move fixed. on. Thank you, CLO. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What a horrible story. Better.com CEO Vishal Garg abruptly fired over 900 of his employees in the U.S. and India. This, th- he did this over a three-minute Zoom call. According to CNN, the Better.com CEO made the announcement one week ago saying that about 9% of its workforce has been laid off. This is how he started the Zoom call. I come to you with not great news. The market has changed and we have to move with it in order to survive so that hopefully we can thrive and hopefully deliver on our mission. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group that is being laid off. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. And he Um, added that employees could expect a call or an email from HR detailing their benefits and severance. So there you go. Oh, okay. Not okay, well, so he th- okay, 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 so he think this it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I can expect a phone call or email from HR? HR. Okay. You can expect some things too, sir. Hello. Like what? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, like this three minutes you just gave us of agony. Uh-huh. I got three minutes of agony for you too, homie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I ain't the only one that ain't gonna have a, a Merry Christmas. Yeah, I said <laughs> yeah. agony. Agony. agony go both agony ways. Agony is an acronym. Yeah, agony go both ways. What, acronym? What, what, what My ass point? ain't going to be the only one, now you. My ass ain't going to be the only one, now you. Yeah, that <laughs> agony, agony go both ways, homie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you we we don't even use the word agony. No, but you finna find out what it is, though. <laughs> That's what that's what yeah. he heard from the, from the workers that were fired on the Zoom call. Shock and agony. Um, yeah, well, I ain't gonna be the only nobody, one. Was no cussing on the Zoom? Was nothing oh, yeah. coming back out I'm of that? I'm pretty sure it was. Even black people working in this company was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cold. So blood. But that's cold blood. I didn't know what Better.com was, and and it's a soft bank mortgage lender that went public back in May, and then last week received $750 million in cash as part of that deal. Well, where that's at? 
the company yeah. is prepared to have more than a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah, exactly. So uh. what what's the problem? Uh, no, we got we got to whoop his ass. Here's the deal. He said due to company goals. Their company goals was to make X amount of money. Mm-hmm. They, they did that. They got this money, and now in order to maintain the money, you got to get rid of uh, cost. Mm-hmm. See, let, 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 let me explain to you what I've learned about these people. They will do whatever they have to do to maintain their bottom line. Mm-hmm. When their bottom line looks like it's going to change, mm-hmm. they get rid of all of the lines that lead up to the bottom line. So their bottom mm-hmm. line don't change. And, and you become a line item. And that's you. So now their bottom line gonna change. I'll give you an example. Okay. Praise God, during the pandemic, a lot of companies lost money. That's why they had to come up with these uh, supplemental deals for companies to keep them afloat. Mm-hmm. I lost quite a bit of income during the pandemic, but all praises to God, I did not lay off one single employee. Not one employee did I lay off in all of my businesses. Beautiful. I kept them, and my bottom Thank line you. changed. Mm-hmm. But you can't do people like that, man. You can't. You can't do people like that. Yeah, we got to move on, Steve. It's time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, undivided attention for the lovely and talented Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, Steve. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, folks, you know, President Biden and Russian President Putin met virtually yesterday for two hours, and the subject was what may be a planned invasion of Ukraine and what economic and other sanctions the U.S. is prepared to impose if Moscow goes through with one. And according to the White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, everything was laid out real clear. President Biden looked President Putin in the eye and told him today that things we did not do in 2014, we are prepared to do now. In 2014, the West slapped some sanctions on Russia, but failed to keep Moscow from invading and then annexing Crimea. President Biden later debriefed the European allies on just how that two-hour Putin meeting went, by the way, and they talked about it. Attorney Ben Crump is joining the Reverend Jesse Jackson in demanding a hate crime investigation into the suspicious death of Illinois State graduate student Jelani Day. Jelani, an aspiring doctor, was reportedly missing by his mother in late August, and his body apparently found in the Illinois River only a few days later. Nevertheless, the local cops did not let his mother know they'd found anything or anybody until weeks later after she went to the national press to complain about an apparent lack of interest in finding her son. Once they announced that they found the brilliant 25-year-old's body, they claimed it looked like a suicide. Jelani's mother says that doesn't add up, and a lot of other folks don't feel that way as well. There's some basically semi-good news about the new Omicron COVID variant. Here it is. Scientists at Pfizer say that while the new strain seems to spread faster and easier, it gives people milder cases of the coronavirus. So that's something anyway, right? Folks at Instagram have something to say. They say they intend to introduce parental controls for the first time. This coming in March, uh, allowing uh, parents to see just how much time their children are spending on Instagram, and they could actually set daily limits um, if they want to. That's just one of the several new features that the company's announcing in the wake of the intense scrutiny it's gotten over its impact on young users. Finally, Nick Cannon shared some heartbreaking news yesterday on his new TV show. While attempting to hold back the tears, Cannon announced the death of his youngest child, 
five-month-old Zen. I holded my son for the last time. People were often telling me I should pray for miracles, and I did pray for the miracle. I prayed for the miracle of God's strength. And he said that's what's holding him together right now. Little Zen was apparently diagnosed with brain cancer at only two months of age when his parents noticed something wrong. The infant succumbed to his cancer on Sunday. We extend our condolences to Nick Cannon. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, debt collectors are now allowed to contact Americans on social media and by text message according to new rules enacted by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, otherwise known as CFPB. This opens the door for creditors to slide into the DMs of Americans who have unpaid loans. The change requires creditors to contact defaulters privately meaning they can send direct messages but not post on your public-facing page. You can opt out of these messages, but creditors do not need permission to contact you, and there are no rules for how many messages they are allowed to send. What? And what that mean? Yeah, what <laughs> that sure. do? I mean, what that mean? <laughs> Call me, text me. If I'm not paying you, what? what, what? DM you. Yeah. I ain't answer phone call. Yeah. No, I, I don't even know how to open my DM. Do you know how many emails I got that's un- <laughs> open and read? Yeah. Man, you're not finna offend me by texting me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Right. Bro. Your blood out of your message gonna that. get deleted soon as it come up. But uh, when they email call, and uh-huh. text. They called up, uh-huh. you didn't answer the phone. What the hell you gonna do no, with it? But a dog, DM? you have a better chance of calling me. Because at least I like to talk to people and be creative. <laughs> what do you mean, be creative? What do you mean? Like- Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, when can we expect payment? Well, you always expect it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep hope alive. <laughs> I mean, you can get to looking for it as we speak if that makes you feel better. I ain't got no problems. Yeah. What can we expect? You can always expect it, partner. That ain't the problem. I, I don't mind talking to you. I, I, I used to be creative with bill collectors, man. Uh-huh. Mr. Harvey, we're going to continue to call me, and I'm saying that I'm going to continue to come up with creative things to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> you when you, you call it tomorrow, I'll have a, I'm going to have a good one tomorrow. Oh man, this dude, this dude was so aggravated with me, man. Uh-huh. I got laid off from Ford Motor Company. Man, they was just calling my house, calling my house. Man, they had no idea, man. I could care less. Mm. I could care less. You know, wasn't no cell phones back then. They was just calling my house. No you know, you couldn't IDs look at your phone nothing. and see call ID. Right. So I just picked, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Harvey? Yeah. <laughs> Visa. Hey, man, what's happening? <laughs> Well, Mr. Harvey, I'll, I'll tell you what's happening. It's uh, yeah, it's it's the payment. I say, hey man, look, 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 look. Didn't you call me last week? And I told you I wasn't working. Well, I'm still not working, man. So what you want me to do? I ain't got it to give you. And I appreciate you calling and everything, but I'm telling you, I ain't got it. What you want me to do? We're gonna keep calling. There ain't no problem, partner. Yeah, I got you. That's the one thing that creates this unemployment problem I got. All right, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, Madonna, I haven't heard that name in a while. Madonna and 50 Cent have been going back and forth in a battle that started when she posted some photos of herself in lingerie. 50 didn't like the pictures, wasn't a fan, and he let the world know in an Instagram post that read, you know, he's always messing with people. <laughs> his, his IG post read, yo, this is the funniest stuff, LOL. That's Madonna under the bed trying to do like a virgin at 63. Now, Madonna clapped back at 50 by posting an old picture of her and 50 with the caption, here's 50 Cent pretending to be my friend. Now you have decided to talk smack about me. You're just jealous. You won't look as good as me or have as much fun when you're my age. 50 uh, tried to defuse the situation with an apology saying, I must have hurt Madonna's feelings. She went and dug up an old MTV photo from 03 and, okay, I'm sorry, I did not intend to hurt your feelings. I don't benefit from this in any way. I said what I thought when I saw the picture because of where I had seen it before. I hope you accept my apology. Mm. Well, that was nice. He apologized. Well, that's about good as you're going to get out of 50. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Might want to go and walk that one to the bank. Sound good to me. I'm proud of you, 50. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, 50 can go hard and harsh. Oh, yeah. yeah. So could <laughs> you all now hard. send me the picture he was talking about? Oh, with I Madonna in lingerie? Yeah, please, Monica, send it to me. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> Also, yeah, I'll Tristan Thompson, back in the news. You know, this is what he doing Khloe Kardashian's ex and the father of her daughter, True. Well, a uh-huh. personal trainer sued Tristan for child support. Uh, the trainer's name is Marilee Nichols, and she gave birth to a son last Thursday and claims that Tristan is the father. Uh, she exposed alleged text messages from Tristan, insisting that she abort the baby they made while he was dating Chloe. Uh, Tristan also offered a flat $75,000 in exchange for her dropping her paternity suit and monthly child support wishes. Uh, Tristan then allegedly told Marilee that $75,000 was the better deal because child support is based on income and he won't make any more money once he retires from the NBA at the end of the season. He wrote uh, Marilee, quote, you won't get nothing having a kid with a father who's unemployed. You know what? Why oh, no, is he always in the news for everything? <laughs> Golly. Man. Wait a minute. He texts this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We got he didn't now. He's stupid. That this woman would take He's this stupid. to court? No. He's stupid. <laughs> he in the news for everything stop. but dribbling a basketball. Why don't you be in the news yeah. for something with basketball? You ain't, I ain't never talked about you in sports talk. Never! Because <laughs> he make good money, Junior. That's a good point, Junior. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, he make good money. It's just, well, I mean, come on. It's Tristan Thompson. You ain't heard nothing about Tristan in the NBA because he ain't, he ain't been talked about since they won a championship with the Cavaliers. Everything else has just been about nothing going on on the court. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm just so. Uh, cheating on Chloe. Yeah. Consistently cheating mm-hmm. on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sad. Uh, he going to have to pay. Yeah. 75 grand is nothing. Because, see, listen to me. He, there's no denial from him that that's the baby. Right. Exactly, Steve. Exactly. So, bro, welcome to the ride. Mm. 75. Boy, you know how much money you finna pay in child support? <laughs> yeah, a he lot. Think, yeah, he think because he gonna retire, he ain't gonna have to pay nothing. Oh man, that's not how it works. No, <laughs> no, bro, that that's not how it works, bro. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
I don't know. Let, let me introduce him to this concept he's not familiar with. It's called forensic accounting. Uh, they're going to dig up every asset you have. And you're going to be paying money based on your value, your net. And now, where you get some more income from, that's going to be your damn problem. <laughs> Man. But you finna get a number from the court, homie. Every month, you got to meet that number. Because Walgreens be open, Carla. It be right. open. I mean, you better talk, Tommy. <laughs> it's right there back there by the pharmacy. They right there on that rack. They right back there. I don't understand. <laughs> So, Monica, now I need a picture of this girl, too, and Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up right about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, I'm dating Superfly. <laughs> We'll get into that in just a minute. I'm dating Superfly. (laughs) But right now, the nephew is here (laughs) with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? (laughs) I got bring my breast back. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) Bring my breast back. It's missing? It's mine, and I want it. Bring my breast back. Okay. Cat dog, if you would. Hello, I'm trying to reach Oliver. Yeah, this him. Hey, uh, you married? You 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 engaged to Madison, right? Uh, yes, I am. There's a problem with it or something? What's up? No, 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 no. I'm, my name is Ricky, man. Have you heard about uh, her last person that she was engaged to? Well, she kind of spoke briefly about you. Okay, but you know what, man? First of all, let me just say this: congratulations. Okay, let me let me be the first to say that congratulations for uh, y'all getting engaged, and I hope it worked with y'all. Okay. Okay. Here, here's why I call. Uh, we got a we got a situation at hand that we kind of need to clear up between you and I. So, okay. uh, what is it? Me and me and you got a little conversation we need to have about property. Well, we talking about property. What property? The property we live in. What are you talking about? This is my property. Okay. No, I'm not talking about your house or nothing like that. Oh, okay. I got some property over there that belong to me, and and I'm trying to figure out how we can rectify the problem. Well, I'm quite sure if it's something I can pack up or whatever, you can come get it. I have no problem. What do you have over here in my house that's yours? Okay, the actual the actual breast that she had belonged to me. The the the, the breast. Her you, breast. I bought her some breast implants. Man, I ain't know nothing about no breast implants. Okay, you may not know nothing about it, but the bottom line is, I spent ten thousand dollars on some breast implants, and I want my property back. <laughs> Buddy, man, <laughs> no, man, you're not getting. Back. What are you talking about? Pressing plan? I ain't know nothing hey, about hey, that, man. Hey, man, I you understand you're not back. knowing about it, but I'm calling you like a man explaining it to you, and I'm trying to let you know. You, you know, I, I bought her some breast implants. Now, that's my property. Now, just like just like when it don't work out with with uh, 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 an engagement don't work out, you want your ring back. Well, I want my breast back. Oh no, man! <laughs> if you had gave her a ring, you can get that back. But this is some man. What do you? I mean, come on, man! You ain't get. Back. Hey man, I'm getting them back. Oh, I'm gonna be over there every other week, being happy with what, what I done bought. No, no, that ain't that ain't what's gonna happen. No, no, little brother, that ain't gonna happen there. I don't know what you're calling for. About dollar, ten thousand dollars, the breast implants. You ain't getting. Shit. You come over here if you want to. When you with somebody, when you lose them, you lose every damn thing you paid for. So if you bought us some, shit, your dumb shit should have bought the shit when you got married. You know what I'm saying? You should have waited then bought the damn. Shit. 
done. Them mine. I'm going to be over here. That's what I'm going to do with your breast implants. So your money was well spent. You ain't get back. Move on in your life. Hey, man, listen, you don't tell me when and when, when I'm supposed to buy something. I buy something when I feel like it. But the bottom line is them, them breasts belong to me. Nah, no, we're gonna work, no. We're gonna, somebody's going to pay me $10,000 one way or the other. Oh, no, no, you ain't getting nothing back here, man. You got to move on with your life, man. When y'all broke up, y'all wasn't together no more. The left with her. She walked away with him, man. That's it. That's over. I'm sorry. Hey, man, hey let me say something to you, man. I'm coming over there. I'm coming over there and have a conversation with Madison about this, because that's who I evidently I need to talk to. No, you're not talking to nobody over here. You're talking to me like you say, man to man. I'm letting you know, man, you're lost. You're lost, man. You don't get nothing. I didn't even get my number. You get my Let me get your number so I can call you back when she on her way home. My number on the breath. Your number on the breath. That's $10,000. That's your number. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it. And I'm going to look at it every day because you ain't getting nothing back, brother. Never mind. You're lost, man. It's over. Let me ask you this, man. Have you even bought the ring from Madison yet? Yeah, I bought the ring. That's what you do when you get engaged. I paid. The ring is bought, brother. Why are you worried about I'm a, my I'm a, ring? How much ring cost? About eight nine thousand dollars. That nice ring. See that? See that? The breast costs more than the damn ring. You're a cheap little man. Man, f- you man. I mean, I didn't bought the ring. You talking about? Look, dude, she gone. Them breasts ain't yours no more, man. You don't get back here. If it was a ring, a pair of shoes, or something, I give that back. So what now? What now? Hey, man, all I'm going to say is this here. I'm going to come over there and have a conversation with Madison about my breath, because the breath belongs to me. You're not coming over here and getting nothing. She ain't even here, but you can bring your over here. You come over here with your chest pushed out, I'm going to push it back in for your brother. Them gone. I got two breasts over there. Each of them is $5,000, and I want both of them. Man, look, you ain't getting Who the is you? You call every ex-girlfriend you break up with wanting back? I call the ones that I done bought breasts for. Thank you. That's a good damn wedding gift, I guess. Hey, don't, hey, man, man don't, don't, you, don't. Man? Let me tell you something. Don't you touch my damn breast. You hear me? Man, look here, man. I don't know who the hell, man. I, how you even get on my line, man? What? Who is this? I'm the person that owned the breast. Do you know who this man, is? you don't own nothing over here, man. You didn't took a loss on there, brother. You didn't took a straight loss on there, man. You got me up, partner. Who the is this, man? You lost your mind calling my phone. I'm going to tell you right now who this is, partner. Yeah, well, who is this? This is Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Madison got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> oh, man, you boy, you ain't <laughs> That's cold, boy you, boy, you cold, man. Hey, somebody, but tell me this is it. They real, are they? How the hell I know? I don't, you're supposed to know what you marry. I don't know if they... Why you asking me if they real? I don't know. Prank. I'm still what you talking about. You bought some... Man, <laughs> you, know, you still got me messed up. <laughs> Real off fake, you sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Where y'all go, man? Y'all, y'all need to stop that, man. But I listen to you. And last people, you got to laugh my stuff. <laughs> I never thought I'd get got. <laughs> hey, Oliver, what's the baddest radio show, man? Steve Harvey Money Show. That's the truth. You got me good, man. You got me good, man. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Wow. Yeah, that's, 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 that's
That's all I got to tell you. Merry Christmas. Get you a stock and stumper if you live in Jackson, Mississippi. The nephew is coming to Chuckles. That is MLK weekend, January 14th, 15th, and 16th. The nephew will be there. Tickets on sale right now. It's the best stocking stuffer that you can give someone. Jackson, never been there before, but the nephew is coming. The new comedy club, Chuckles, baby. Here I come. Prime. We ain't going to talk about that again. But, but Prime, I'm coming. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. What does that mean, Prime, I'm coming? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see my friend. I'm going to go see him. Oh, That's all you like, need to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go see my friend. Need some more praise? You wait on some very, more praise? Well, it was very no. little praise and worship on that one, so I, yeah. I appreciated it. Praise, worship, and promotions. He did get some promotion in, though. That's good. <laughs> Praise, worship, and worship yeah. and promotions. He did do that. Show you don't want to mention the New Year's Eve gig again? We yeah, why not, huh? Why not, huh? Better than promoting the thing that's coming on the 15th of January. Hey, I got to promote all of it. New Year's Comedy Lab Fest. It's the nephew hosting... A hell of a comedy show, Earthquake. Eddie Griffin, Saturday to entertain the D.L. Hughley. We hit in Chicago on the 30th of December. Then we're going to go to Houston. Cedric is not on the Houston show, so I'm trying not to confuse people. DMV on the 1st, you will get that lineup. Eddie Griffith, Earthquake, Cedric to entertain the D.L. Hughley and Nephew Tommy and Atlanta. That's right, State Farm Arena on the 2nd, January 2nd. Tickets are available at all Ticketmaster outlets. Get your ticket right now because... On the second, yes, sir. ATL. Man, you gonna be in town? You ought to do what? I think so. Fall through. Yeah, you ought to. (laughs) That's what black people do. They fall through. Fall through. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't fall through. I'm. Yeah. That's all good. Mm Mm-hmm. And wear that red you had on. I kind of like that. You look like a capper for a minute, boy. You had that red. You were blaming, boy. I said, boy, that boy. That boy sure want to be a capital boy. He put that red on, had a red flip-flop. Well, it was actually a tribute to the Deltas. It ain't my fault y'all got the same <laughs> color that the girls got. <laughs> well, look at the time we got to go. Yeah. Coming up next, yeah. <laughs> Swinging at the wrong wall, pimp. <laughs> Subject, I'm dating Superfly. We'll get into it right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, now it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter on steveharveyfm.com. That's where you do it, and all you have to do is just click Submit Strawberry Letter. We'll get it, and we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Right now, it could be yours. Yeah, you never know. Could be. Buckle up. Mm -hmm. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I'm dating Superfly. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in my late 40s, and I'm a puppeteer, and I do stage plays and uh, at the Children's Theater. I also teach theater at a community college, and I work part-time in a vintage boutique. I just got out of a bad relationship, so I was just trying to stay busy. But then I met a slightly older man, and I'm fascinated by him. He came into the boutique about three months ago, and he told me he's a thrift store fanatic because he likes clothes from the 60s and 70s. I sold him a lot of vintage shirts and two pairs of bell-bottom slacks. We went on a few dates, and I realized that he really does like the old-school vibe in his clothing. 
He visited my home after we went out a few times, and he said it was too modern for his taste. And he suggested I get wall-to-wall carpet because hardwood floors make <laughs> make a home less comfortable. Come then on, I pimp. visited his... Huh? Go ahead, Cheryl. Then I visited his home, and it was like a time warp. He has a picture of the Jackson 5 on his mantle, and it is signed by Joe Jackson. He said that his era that's his era, and he loves old music. I figured that was a great time for him in his life, so he kind of is stuck there. Now when we go out, it's not as embarrassing, and I love his old cologne and his pinky ring. He is well-spoken, so when he chooses to talk in 70s jargon, it throws me off, but... I don't show it. The more time we spend together, the more I'm falling for him. But I don't know if he will ever snap out of this phase. There's no way I could live in his house with the laminate kitchen counters and furry rugs all over the bathroom. And uh, he can't live in mine with the hardwood floors. I want to ask him what his intentions are, but I don't want to be too forward. I also want to know if he's willing to compromise on his superfly tendencies. How do I handle this? Hmm. Well, you dig. Uh, anyway, well, uh, I get all wrapped up in this man and his quirks, and you already know he's not going to change. I mean, I think you're setting yourself up to lose and to be hurt in this situation. He is not going to change. He's been like this since the 70s. This is 2021. You know, like you said, the 70s were probably a good time for him. And yes, the music was everything. But how can he be so stuck and live his entire life in the past? What about all the stuff that's happened since then? I mean, he is not Superfly. That was a movie. Okay. Did he even see the remake a few years ago? That was really good. He probably missed that, though, because he's still stuck in the 70s. The point is, we cannot live in the past. The past is over. We have to find something we enjoy about this life here and now. Make the best of it, because one thing's for sure, life is short. Um, Everything changes, and we must make those necessary adjustments and just be grateful that we got a chance to see and appreciate the 70s. But embrace where you are now. You can't go back there and stay there with him. Live in the now because that's all you have. Mr. Superfly doesn't see it that way, so that's why I say I don't think you guys are going to make it. Steve? I disagree with everything Shirley just said. I do. I support this brother. I am all about the era he's from. I love him. I don't see how you're going to get hurt in this. Now, let me say this. He is not going to change at all. That much Shirley got right. But that don't mean he going to hurt you. Now, first of all, lady, let me start with you. You're in your late 40s. You a puppeteer and you do stage plays at a children's theater. You're lucky anybody talking to you. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> if your old ass tell me you a puppeteer and you do a children's theater, I'm finna walk away. Because you ain't even the puppet. You're the puppeteer. You the one up under the thing talking with your hand like it's got a sock on it. So now let's not get mad at him. 
Shirley. She didn't bring a whole lot to the table to start with. Puppeteer children play. Part and work part-time at a vintage boutique. Come on now. Let's stay focused. Which is where he walked into and you met him. He bought a bunch of old 60s, 70s shirts and two pair of bell bottoms. Y'all went on some dates, and you realize he loves the old school vibe in his clothes. You out on the date with Ron O'Neill. You out on the date with the Mac. You out on the date with Pretty Tony. You out on the date with the 70s. <laughs> you in his car. If he could still have an eight track, he would. I'm telling you, he got a reel to reel in his house somewhere. <laughs> So now, you say you do, you kind of like the old cologne he wears. That's high karate, dracar, polo, Halston, and brute. <laughs> he got all of it on the counter. I love this dude right here. When we come back, you date him. Shirley and Tommy will ask pimping questions. <laughs> Any question they want, and he going to show you why the 70s was all of that. Ladies and gentlemen, we come back. One of the greatest players from the 70s, Pimpin', will be here to respond. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, I'm dating Superfly. Is the strawberry letter subject. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. I'm dating Superfly. <laughs> wow. Steve. It's going to be here just for a minute uh-huh. because what I'm going to introduce you to is somebody from the 70s. Now, this woman that met this man that's vintage, he's slightly older. She's 40-something. So we already know he's probably 60, at least because he loved the 70s, as do I. And now she kind of liked the, the stuff he wore, the cologne, which is high karate, dracar, polo, Halston, brute. But his house is wall-to-wall carpet. and got a picture of the Jackson 5 signed up there by Joe Jackson, which means he was nowhere near the Jackson 5. But he did see Joe somewhere at a club, at a tavern. So he got Joe to sign the picture, and that meant a lot to it. He's got laminated kitchen counters, furry rugs all over the bathroom. He can't live in your house because of the hardwood floors, and he done told you you need wall-to-wall carpet to make your house more comfortable. I want to ask him what his intentions are, but I don't want to be too forward. I also want to know if he's willing to compromise on his superfly tendencies. That ain't going to happen, lady. And here to help you understand it, please welcome Pimpin. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man, what's happening? You know, I don't ever get to come in and just talk. What's, what's up, Tommy? What's up, Pimpin? How you doing, man? I ain't nothing, everything, everything, everything. Hey, what's up, Shirley? How you doing? Hey, Pimpin, is this letter about you? No, oh, you must sound like it to me, Sebby. <laughs> <laughs> you married the Superfly, that must be me. Let me try to help out. You know, y'all can ask me some questions. I can help us, you know, get a, get a grip on what is what's going on. Hey, well, well, you know what? Pimpin, hold let on, me jump Tommy. in. You, hold, on, hold on, Tommy, hold on. You, you still married, Shirley? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, okay. Just checking, you know. I don't come in every now and then, you know. I mean, you know, you know. I mean, if the back door open, holler at a player. You know oh, what I'm saying? <laughs> Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah. So, Pimpy, you know, she a little concerned. The lady in the letter, man, about the, you know, the wall-to-wall carpet, man. Can you can you uh-huh. break that down for us? Oh, you got to have wall-to-wall carpet, man. 
You know, I mean, it's just so much plushness running up through your toes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And shag is the best kind, you know. Anytime you need a plastic rake to raise up the nap on your carpet, that's when pimping has never been easier, man. <laughs> yeah. Plastic yeah. rake? Well, the, the lady, the puppeteer, yeah. talk, talked a lot about what he wore, but she didn't say what kind of car he drives. What what kind of car? Oh, Cadillac. What, what else you think he got? <laughs> what he going to buy? A new car like an Audi or something? People ain't getting no Audi, man. Maybe a I got a Seville with the slanted trunk on it with the tire on the back. You feel me? <laughs> oh, 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 that long dog. I got that El Dorado, that long dog, too, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I, he got a couple Cadillacs. That's what he needs. Wow. And you're going to ride in it, too. There's a lot more room in it. Now, the only thing about them cars from the 70s, all the leather that cracked in it, you're going to cut the back of your thighs up when you scoot in. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably going to need to take a towel on the date with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. Go ahead. Okay, what well, uh, Pimper Man... I, I really don't think she liked the shoes you got on, man. What what kind of shoes are those? I mean, what's it not to like? Mm-hmm. They Morris. <laughs> oh, oh. The big block crock. Why would you not like the big block crock? I don't even understand. Oh. Square toes? No, no, no. We still pointed. I got some square toes if you want them. I got some pilgrim shoes. I got a one with the gold buckle on top. I wear that at Thanksgiving. <laughs> so you just put those back in the closet. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I am breaking them out at Thanksgiving. Been wearing them shoes 40 years. <laughs> All right. So um, what if she needs to get in touch with you, you know, while, while you guys are out? Do you have a cell phone? Because they weren't in in the 70s. Oh, no. I ain't. What I need a cell phone for? Uh-huh. But you know they've been shutting down pay phones now. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Pippa, here's that's the only the, change the... I'm gonna make. I'm gonna go on and get a cell phone. I'm gonna do that yeah. for. Them. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now here's another. But I'm gonna thing get one can... at Walmart in case I don't want to see her no more. I can throw it away like a drug deal unless it burn it. <laughs> oh, <God>. What? <laughs> what? You know, like on the wire. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> so, Pepper, you know, the young lady's complaining that it's too dark in your house, man. What is all, what kind of lights you got hanging in here, man? Why would you cut the lights on? How you gonna see, how you gonna see the lava lamp if you got all these damn <laughs> lights on? That lava lamp, man, it's a beautiful thing. It ain't ever the same. It changed all the time. And then I got my black light posters up, man. I got black lights on in here. Just be careful with the lint on your clothes because it show everything when you put that black line on it, baby. You got to be careful, man. Wear some white. If you wear black, you're going to look nasty. Well, one last thing. Um, he, told her her house, he told her her house was too modern, uh, you know, for him. So how, what should she change? How, what should she do to make man, it Man, this girl, it's just a couple things, man. Get yourself a few bean bags and throw them around the room and get yourself some... <laughs> Some beaded curtains in the middle of the room so you can divide these areas off with some beads hanging out the ceiling. That's all she needs. All this walking, all this wide open space. You ain't walking through no beads. You ain't walking. 
All right, guys. You can leave. <laughs> Thank you, Pimpin. You can leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Instagram on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, you know what it is: Sports with Junior. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior. Time for sports talk. What you got? Okay, Shirley, but first let me remind the people of this. The Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help pay your holiday bills this year. Enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile. Get a Walmart Family Mobile unlimited plan starting at less than $25 a month. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. All right, uh, Tommy, listen, man, this, this story is a little weird. Like, I know you overseas, so you don't get to hear none of this. I don't know what sports man, you got over there. Nothing, you ain't getting nothing over there. I know you don't understand what's happening over here. But last Saturday, Tommy, and this, this is a question I'm going to ask you in a minute, Tommy, but Michael Jordan, uh, this is this is crazy. His memorabilia has been going hot for the last couple of years, but this, was, this is kind of crazy. Michael Jordan's worn underwear sold for three thousand three hundred and forty-one dollars at an auction. His drawers, his drawers, dog. Three thousand three hundred and forty-one dollars, and believe it or not, nineteen people bid for the drawers. What? What you gonna do with his drawers? I don't know, man. They started at five hundred dollars, though. That's a lot of bid to work it up to three thousand. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) Now I'm gonna ask you sometimes. How much you think your draw sell for? Because you think everybody wants you. Oh, boy. Three times a day Oh, we're going to get more than what Mike got. Yeah. Way <laughs> more than Michael Jordan draw. Hell yeah. About? Come on, Tommy. I, I yeah. know I'm about 12, 15,000 somewhere in there. Hell for these yeah. draws here. Hell yeah. Because yeah. ain't nobody yeah. never seen the draws, the draws that G.I. Joe wear actually on a man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know that's going to be an expensive pair of draws. Who, who, who you know been able to wear some draws from an action figure? <laughs> and you Another own an action figure. Boy, that's good. Now the action Ever. figure really in action. I got some draws. These is, these I got is big some draws, draws that I'm going to sell. I wore, some, I wore a leather suit, and I had some draws on it uh, in this leather suit, and you can buy them draws. The only problem is they still wet. <laughs> now who wants that? How much did they sell for? Uh? I don't know. <laughs> a dollar. Say I'm scared to pick them up out the corner of the floor right now. So. <laughs> I just thought that crazy, man. $3,341, man. That's crazy for some draws that Michael Jordan wore. Michael and it's evidence Jordan. that they have been worn. So they said, hey. These have been worn by Mike. They know that for sure. What game it was, I need to know. Because I can't believe 19 people just bid on another man's drawers. That's crazy. I, don't, I love Mike. Draws, Dog, I love Mike. I ain't wearing, I ain't bidding for him, though. I, I love Mike. <laughs> Give me a jersey. <laughs> so, so All I right, want. thanks, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, Will and okay. Will and Jada back in the news again. We'll tell oh, you why what right is after it now? this. What, they doing? what now? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, when it comes to Will Smith and his wife Jada, the public is politely now, politely asking them to stop doing interviews, okay? More than 20,000 people signed a change.org petition to ban future interviews of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. 
The petition says that the power couple does not know the meaning of too much information, TMI, and they've shared too many intimate details of their marriage. And then Will Smith released an autobiography filled with unnecessary confessions. The Change.org petition is named Stop Interviewing Will and Jada. It And it was launched right after Will made a wild claim that he once had so much sex that it made him physically ill to the point of vomiting. The- no. I ain't never no. had that much. No, no, I ain't no, no, stop. Anymore. No, stop. You ate me. something bad. Listen to me. Yeah, you ain't, that's not true. So we're lying now. Yeah, you lying now. Will. So that's not possible, guys? No. No. Sure, there's three guys on this show. No, we ain't, ain't now no. one of us. You might fall out. Hey, that's, that's possible. You fall out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your oh, eyes wow. might roll in the back of your head. All oh, that can happen, but you ain't. Now, if you're you in the back seat of the car, <laughs> if you're in the back seat of her car and her boyfriend and put a banana in the tailpipe, you're gonna have a little situation like that. <laughs> something yeah. like that might maybe a fight or something. But, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I ain't, I ain't vomiting. I mean, I'm gonna drink some peanut yeah. light and keep it moving. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> put them nutrients right back in me. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pass out give, me a, give me a BC that's, powder. That's, we back that's, in there. That's not true. <laughs> what? At all. What's not true? Only way that happened is, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm not trying to be like rude or anything, but no, I'm not going to say that. Oh, mm. you said that's no yourself, way for me to that's fix That's a good it. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's no way for me to fix that. Okay. So let's just move along. Yeah. You couldn't even edit it, huh? You tried it for a second. No, I couldn't. I tried, Tommy. Yeah. But like, even in his book, I haven't read the book. But if he's doing like real, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know the purpose of that. I just don't know. He's always been a cool dude, too, man. I don't know what's really happening. Cool. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. What power to you? Yeah, I don't. I don't but but throwing up wheel ain't had nothing to do with the loving. I'm gonna tell you that right no. now. It ain't had uh-huh. nothing to do That's with that. That's what he said. He said he wanted. Sure. I don't care what he said. Ain't no man man doing that to the point of vomiting you throw sure, up when you eat something bad he had some bad food that's all yeah. that's all it is nothing to do with <laughs> sex what's he talking about you know how many men i don't talk to I ain't never heard nobody man i was in there so hard i was just throwing up you <laughs> you know, nobody ever said that <laughs> ever maybe it was too much for him <laughs> we gonna fix that what do you mean uh, shirley Surely, a man is not capable of that. Huh. Just hours and hours and hours. I couldn't stop. Yes, you, yes, you can. You have to. Surely, you ain't even got no you girlfriend. Will. Said, girl, he came here and threw up. No, you ain't. You ain't. You ain't. Uh-uh. You ain't said, that. Uh-uh. No. You ain't never had that. <laughs> right. Girl, I put it on him. I'm That's, but right now, it's funny that you guys focused on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the well, story is about well, them talking sense. too much. About their personal and intimate lives. That's a true statement. I knew that before the petition got started. I said that. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. But we tired of it. We tired of it. Just go away and live your life. Yeah. But now, if you are going to talk, you're not going to lie to us. You had so (laughs) much sex it made you physically (laughs) ill. Man, get your ass out of here. Here we are back at it again. Back to that. How much stuff men will go through for sex? I I actually got out of bed and checked my That night you had at. Yeah. (laughs) I got out of bed. I'm so tired. I got out of bed. If he (laughs) threw up, they was on a boat. They was on a boat. He got seasick. So it can happen. Yeah. He was on a boat. That don't happen. You're trying to make sense of it all. I'm trying. (laughs) 
that don't have. Oh, Will? Well, yeah. yeah. They're asking people not to interview them anymore, journalists and well, people like, like that. Well, it's what, like, what, what, what your mama say, Shirley? Just sit down. Everybody's seeing you. That's just, we tired. <laughs> My mom. We're just tired. Right. Y'all done done enough. There's nothing else to tell. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, you are launching your full menswear clothing line. It's called the H by Steve Harvey Collection, designed by your personal stylist, Ellie Caramo. Uh, This is a full menswear clothing line being released in capsules, and the first capsule is your H by Steve Harvey Collection. Those are the ties, and the ties are all priced at, you said $49, right? That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good price for a really, really nice tie. The ties are going really well. They make a great Christmas gift for everybody. It's Christmas season. I know you've given your dad, your uncles, your grandfathers, your brothers some ties before, and ain't nobody wore them. <laughs> Give them a tie they will wear. What's the website, Shirley? It's hbystevehharvey.com. H, the letter H. H by Steve Harvey.com. Uh, the ties are going really well. H by Steve Harvey.com. Just go take a look at it. Uh, the top sellers are rolling fast. All of the ties are nice. Let me tell y'all something, man. You need a, a, a beige tie in your wardrobe because it can go with almost any color. You need, so look at that beige silk tie that I put in there because it goes with almost, if you wear it with green, if you wear it with gray, if you wear it with black, if you wear it with navy, it works, man. So don't get stuck on matchy match. Also, everybody needs a black tie in your wardrobe. Black tie, simplify it, classify it up. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Go to hbysteveharvey.com and check them out. That's right. All right. And uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time for another round of Would You Rather. Right out the gate, would you rather have dinner with Donald Trump or would you rather rock naked down Rodeo Drive in Running Los straight Angeles, down Beverly Rodeo. Hills? Huh? Straight down Rodeo. <laughs> naked? All no, the way I'm going to go down Rodeo because if they not? ever see my ass with him again, they already <laughs> tripped. Why not? No, I'm going to just go naked down Rodeo and give a damn. And you know, man, I'm going to say something about this, too. I'm so sick of damn people thinking and talking about I was a Trump supporter. I ain't never been a damn Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. I ain't ever in my life been a Trump supporter. Y'all go somewhere, man. Look, watch, listen to my radio show. Stop being ignorant. Mm-hmm. Make mm. me sick. <laughs> Blankety right. blank, the blank blank. Ooh. Ooh. All right, moving on. Ooh, look at uh, you today. Would you rather have four wives and be wealthy, or would you rather be um, single with an average out- income? Oh, hey. Nah, give me them four. Hey. I can hey. rock them four. Hey. I'm doing I'll B now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> Give me them four. Hey. <laughs> Which is, hey, Junior. Yeah. Four wives, though? That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it's too much, actually. But I tell you what, I bet what. I won't be throwing. I bet I won't be throwing up. I bet you that. <laughs> hey, what? I've been I've been pulled before. We we not gonna do that no more. Okay. No. All right. How about this one? Would you rather be well endowed below? Hey. Yeah. Hey. 
Really? Or well endowed at the bank? Mm. Well, I do. Hey, I can make money. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I ain't trying to brag, but if you A and B. <laughs> <laughs> Check Check. me out of the would you rather. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Lord. All right, would you rather be built like a world-class Olympic gymnast, a gymnast now, or would you rather be built like a sumo wrestler? Which one? Nobody will be no damn sumo wrestler. That's too much, the sumo. That's a yeah. lot going on. But I don't want to be no little bitty ass gymnast. Yeah. They ass is little. Yeah. <laughs> them little dudes be up there on them crosses and them pummel horses. So them little bitty ass. Oh, they look like Superman when they standing next to each other. Uh-huh. But if you put them around regular sized people, you be going, damn. Is that G.I. Joe? Oh, God. You know what I mean? Tommy already know what they feel like. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Moving on, we'll be back with the last break of the day at 49 minutes after the hour and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Wednesday. It's been a good day. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, um, Time for some closing remarks from the one and only Steve. Well, Harvey. you know, uh, you know, we do this uh, segment uh, every day called "Would You Rather," and it made me this morning think about that the game that we play, "Would You Rather," which is all fun and games, right? Mm-hmm. But I think about my life. I was speaking yesterday at the uh, youth entrepreneurship program in Dubai at the expo, I spoke to a really highly educated group. and uh, But even with all that education, I met uh, women with engineering degrees, men who had doctorates and all. Uh, to be honest with you, I was probably the most least educated person in the room because of everybody that was in that room, I was probably the only one that didn't have a degree. But yet and still, I was the speaker at this uh, conference in Dubai yesterday. And the thing I've learned is, no matter what your education level, you still, after you get this incredible accomplishment, after you make to reach this incredible goal, which is an amazing goal to reach, by the way, to educate yourself, to get a degree, to get a PhD, to have a master's. I mean, I'm constantly amazed at people who have the ability to do that because I, I couldn't complete that task. But I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how people can gut it out and go through school and survive that whole process. But after you've survived that process and you awarded this degree, this certificate that hangs on your wall, that, that, that represents to anybody who wants to employ you that you're teachable, that you have the ability to learn and retain information. How do you take that and become successful? And that's why I come in at. Because in spite of the fact that I don't have a degree of any kind, 
I can speak to a room full of people who I don't know and be requested as a keynote speaker in an event like this. Because one thing God has given me is an amazing journey that I'm able to share with people about the process to success. See, once you understand the principles of success, you can apply them to anything. You can apply them to your engineering degree, your doctorate degree, your medical degree, your science degree, your mathematical degree, whatever it is, you can apply it once you learn the principles of success. So when you talk about I would rather, I was talking to this group and afterwards we did a Q&A and it lasted a lot longer than I was supposed to be there, but I, I just felt like staying with them because they were so curious. So I have some I would rather's in my life too. And one of them is I would rather fail pursuing my dreams than to live my life without them. I really would. You know, somebody on Instagram the other day was talking about, he said, I get tired when people come to me and go, how's that little business you got going? You know, and his response was something to the effect that, uh, what you mean, how my little business going? I don't ask you how your little job going, the one you got to ask for permission to be off on Thursday. I thought it was so funny because it spoke to how people really look about your dreams and stuff and how that little business going. Well, guess what? I would rather fail pursuing my dreams than to live in this world without them. I'll tell you that right now. Because in pursuing your dreams, you are living. Because you are living, man. Pursuing your dreams means you're waking up and you're going for something. If you don't ever pursue your dreams, man, you waking up in pursuit of what? What? I'd rather fail pursuing my dreams than to live in this world without them. I would rather die trying than to not have attempted at all. Damn, Steve, that's harsh. Well, I would rather. I would rather die trying than to never have attempted at all. There's a poem out, and I'm paraphrasing again, and one of the stanzas in the poem says, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with dust, blood, sweat, and tears not to those cold and timid souls in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. I would rather die trying than to having never attempted at all. I feel sorry for people, man, who, who don't attempt to live their life to the fullest. I really feel sorry for people because they don't know what they're missing. They don't know the feeling of waking up pursuing something that seems so far away and you don't really know when you're gonna get there, which leads to my last one too. Because I would rather know the feeling of being almost there than to know the feeling that I'm nowhere near it just because I never started. You understand what I'm saying? I would rather know the feeling of almost there, and some people don't like that feeling. Man, I can see it, I can taste it, but I'm not quite there. Man, and I know that can be frustrating at times, but I would rather feel that than to know that I'm nowhere near it simply because I never started. What is that feeling? How do you live with yourself every day, man, knowing that you're doing nothing, nothing to better your life, nothing to better your position, nothing to sharpen your skills? Nothing? 
I'd rather be the guy, man, man, it seems like you be getting so close, Steve, but something always happened. I'd rather know that feeling than to know I ain't nowhere near because I never started. Those are my closing remarks. Uh, I hope that means something to somebody today. Hey, listen, I'm still in Dubai. I'll be here uh, a few more days, and then I head uh, to Israel for uh, Miss Universe. So y'all pray for my travels, and I'll pray for my family and everything. I love y'all. Appreciate For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 